Welcome to this Innovation Forum podcast with me, Ian Welsh. Today I'm joined by Jodie Hallap from Christensen Farms in Minnesota in the US. Welcome, Jodie. Thank you so much, Ian. We're going to be reflecting on some of the conversations we had at the Innovation Forum Future of Food event in Minneapolis. Why don't you start by giving us a bit of quick background to Christensen Farms? What do you guys do? So Christensen Farms is a family-owned, farrow-to-finish pig operation. So what that means is we've got the breeding herd, and we take those pigs all the way to market. We've got operations in Minnesota, Iowa, South Dakota, Nebraska, and Illinois. We got our start in 1974 when our founder, Bob, and his brother, Lynn, were given two pregnant female pigs by their neighbor for a 4-H project. And Bob was 13 years old at the time. Fast forward 49 short years later. We have about a 1,000 employees and work with over 300 farm families and about 1,500 contract partners. And other than the sites where our company-owned farms are located, we don't own any farmland. We purchase the corn from local farmers and mill most of our feed. We have five trailer washes where we sanitize all of the trailers where our pigs are hauled on. The other thing that is kind of unique is knowing that live operations are very capital intense and commodity markets can be fickle. A group of other family-owned producers got together and built Triumph Foods in St. Joe, Missouri. And then some years later, Triumph partnered with Seaboard Foods to build STF in Sioux City, Iowa. Really unique to our system is that our research teams are able to work all the way from the genetic selection all the way to the product that consumers eat. And that allows us to shape the decisions on farm that impact the consumer's eating experience. Kind of a cool place to be. I've been there for 25 years and both of my sisters work there as well in different capacities. It's been very fulfilling. How are you seeing more sustainable agricultural practices developing and what are you guys doing in that area? As you know, it's a very, very broad topic. To speak maybe a little bit just to Christensen Farms, we anchor them in the four Ps, people, pigs, planet, and prosperity. And you pull a lever in one and it impacts another. So they don't operate independently. For us to make decisions that have the highest impact in an area and minimize any unintended consequences anywhere else, we've opted to do our own LCA using our actual data and information that's relevant to the region that we operate in. So we're just wrapping that up right now in the very final phases. And we're very, very excited about actually the specificity that we've been able to get to. We're really going to use that to identify the areas of greatest opportunity for us, whether that's in our in feed, whether that's transportation, whether that's in our electrical use, to determine, again, where that biggest area of impact is. The other thing that I'm really excited about is building in the sensitivity analysis to understand if we change, for instance, a housing style for our sows, or if we change a feed ingredient, if we make an intervention, you know, relative to a vaccination or something else, we can really understand what's going to have the biggest impact. We've also partnered with a company to do remote sensing of the land around our farms that we own. We don't operate any farmland, but we've mapped all of our company operations and we've outlined all the characteristics. So whether that's the size of the farm, the type of animals that are there, the ventilation style, the manure structure, all of it to to try and understand what is driving any differences that we might detect from remote sensing. We've got 22 years of monthly data on 170 locations. And so we actually worked with statistician to evaluate that. And what we learned is every year is different. There's natural inherent variation from the northernmost latitude to the southernmost latitude of our footprint. There's significant difference. 
our farms and where pigs are, they're they're surrounded by grass and trees and that all is undisturbed. Every year, from a CO2 point of view, our farms have been a sink of carbon. So that was really kind of fun to see. And what other things are you doing? This is, I think, the hard part. So obviously, we're looking at renewable energy. There's a lot of focus on digesters. And I think that this great solution for the dairy and cattle industry, I think it can also be a great option for those that live in maybe a warmer climate than what we're at here in the upper Midwest. The methane from pigs is, is the ratio is one to 43 of a dairy cow. The contribution of methane by pigs is significantly lower and our ability to capture that is somewhat limited, particularly in a cooler climate. We're looking at other sources like solar panels, looking at ways to reduce the energy intensity in our farms. Again, really efficient motors, lighting, turning the dial to the the extent that we can. What do you need from the rest of the value chain in your sector to help make the improvements you want to make? Where are the bottlenecks and frustrations? It does really go back to the trade-offs. So again, being a protein producer, as a group, we can get really fixated on one component of sustainability. And if you think about the UN SDG, the 17 SDGs, I mean, that really covers everything in people, pigs, planet, and prosperity. For instance, if you change a preference on housing style for animals, that can have implications on worker safety. It can have implication on the land use. It can have implication on the intensity of the inputs, the the feed, the energy, even the animal welfare itself. Understanding that, not losing the forest for the trees, I guess, pun intended. (laughs) I think we all struggle with finding a consistent measuring tool. It was really interesting at the forum to hear all of the different guidances that are out there and they continue to change. And listening to all the other CPG companies struggle with how to make that happen. I think that's one thing that we're all really wrestling with is what are we going to rally around and anchor to? Finally, I would say that recognition that this is anything but a one-size-fits-all solution. And it really needs to be looked at globally with local application for what makes sense in that region. Thanks very much indeed. Jody Haller from Christensen Farms. Thanks, Ian.